Welcome to the Athletes Afterlife with Jeff Murray. Each week, I hope to bring you, the former athlete, the following. Epic interviews with a former athlete, topics about the mental health and inner struggles they face, and powerful insight to help you expand into the next and best version of yourself after sports. As a relatively young show still, we want to impact as many people as possible, and we can only do that with your help. Give us a follow on Apple and Spotify, rate and view the podcast, and share it with at least one person you feel could hear this message. We all know at least one former athlete making life transitions. Use that power of one and let's impact this world one person at a time. All right and right on. Let's get this episode started right now. As a competitive athlete, someone striving to be at the top of their game, day in and day out, there isn't much variable to balance. Your life consists pretty much of three things. Training, from exercise, practice, and nutrition, to competing, either in the game or vying for the top string in the, on the team, and results, the stats and standings that pretty much take the measure of the first two. So not much else really matters in your world when you're playing sports. And that is pretty acceptable for the most part, as the demand and pressure that is on your shoulders warrants that kind of a life. During this time as an athlete, your coach, the front office executives, if you make it professionally, your agent, and your family see something evolve and don't really step in to bring it to your awareness. Because at the end of the day, again, it's fairly acceptable because this context of what you're doing and the level that you're providing care for your family and, and doing things for your family, the generating of income that you are for and the results for your team and the, and the organization as a whole, and even the impact you're creating on people that are fans. It's, it makes sense in a lot of ways that athletes are held to a different standard. And because of that different standard, this thing that I'm going to be talking about today isn't really brought to your awareness. Now, these habits that you're displaying in this focused hyper-attention on the three things I mentioned above, training, competing, and results, these things are all very admirable in many respects. They've already begun, though, to wreak some havoc on your life outside of sports. There is no doubt that if you are married and you have kids that a lot of athletes struggle with relationship issues outside of sports because of their hyper-focus on sports. But it's just not being discussed, discussed very often. And why is that? I mean, there's a lot of reasons why. And I shouldn't have to say it, but most athletes, this might hurt a little bit to hear, very self-centered. They're more self-centered than, than others. Much like a high-ranking executive, an actor, or pop culture icon of some sort, your ego takes center stage. I know that may be a little bit triggering to hear, but if it is, that's good. It should. See, our triggers are the areas where we need to address the most, the things that stir us up inside when we hear it or something that causes some sort of emotion. Those are the things that we need to look into the most. And that's why that's, this topic today is extremely important. That's why I'm discussing it, and that's why I'm covering it. So hopefully, it, even if it's just one person out there that hears this message and it shifts their perspective in a more positive direction, then I've, I've done the work that I, I plan to do today on this episode. Now, once you leave your sport, these habits that you're creating, this intense focus on just the sport, they become more of a struggle as you start to adjust to life in the world outside of sports. Well, now what I'm referring to, all of this talk around this particular habit and these things that you're doing, it's basically tunnel vision syndrome. 
Now, the scientifically, tunnel vision syndrome is different than what you experience as a human being. This tunnel vision syndrome or tunnel vision mindset, what happens now for a former athlete when they leave the sport, the reason why they have such a difficulty finding the right balance in life and how to apply that focus in the right direction is because of this hyper-acute focus on just typically three things where things have already been very structured out for their life. Things are very clear-cut as far as what their focus is and what they need to do. Now, make no bones about it. The world outside of sports is a very different animal. It requires a much more balanced approach to life. Your attention is demanded in many different areas. Your emotional intelligence is demanded even more with your family. And your leadership is demanded more at home, at work, and in your community. You don't get the passive, it's okay, they're in a high-stress, high-demand, high-performance position as an athlete. Now you're seen like everybody else, doing life like everyone else. Because of your mental resilience as an athlete, you're often expected, now that you've stepped out of sports, to just waltz into life after sports and adjust easily. Well, newsflash, it's not that easy. And that is why depression and mental health issues can hit former athletes so hard. Because of the expectations. Not just the expectations of others, but because we've always put very high expectations on ourselves. Now, tunnel vision syndrome or tunnel vision mindset, however you want to compartmentalize and look at this particular scenario, the role that this is having is because you haven't quite figured out how to divide up your focus and in what direction occupationally you need to focus on. So your life slowly begins to unravel and you start to feel more chaotic. You fall into a a new paradigm of sorts, if you want to put it that way, that often isn't your own and that you're not really passionate about. And now instead of living life like you were when you were playing sports and enjoying life and doing the thing that you really love, now you're just existing because you haven't found something else that you're passionate about. And you might be asking, well, why is this so difficult? Why, why is it hard to make that transition? Whether you're a former athlete asking this question, a current athlete asking this question, or a family or loved one that is asking this question, it's often because the athlete isn't prepared for the exit strategy. Even in preparing, sometimes what they go into outside of sports often isn't what it was all cracked up to be. And now they find themselves in a predicament of not really understanding what they're going to be doing after, after sports in a more passionate direction, similar to what they had in sports. You know, the other part of tunnel vision syndrome that impacts the life after sports is the hyper-focus on just your sport and training is that you no longer have that to fall back on as a comfort zone to fill the gap of focus. That's something to really raise awareness to and something I've talked about in the past is this numbing or this distraction or this overcompensating for something to fall back on as a distraction. Sometimes we perceive exercise and doing these things as and, and working a lot because as an athlete, obviously that's your job to do these things or anybody who could be an executive now is overworking to the point of where it does start to impact your life and you're not addressing the issues in life that you need to address. It's just another form of numbing. It's no different than drugs and alcohol at that point. So that's a topic for another day to dive into again if you want to hear more about that. But the last thing anyone wants as a former athlete is to have this kind of chaos begin to negatively impact their family. 
more than it may already have been. Because your family is your support and your rock, much like you are their support and their rock. Now, I know the last thing you want is to have this happen. And what you absolutely want is to be the best partner and the best parent that you can be. To be the best worker in life outside of being an athlete that you can be. To be the best citizen leader outside of life or outside of sports in life that you can be. And the good news is you can course correct. This episode is brought to you by Easy Par Golf Greens and Turf, located in the heart of Austin, Texas. You're standing on the 18th green above a 12-footer for par with a one-shot lead at the Masters. You sink it and the crowd roars. Then you hear your wife ask, Honey, can you keep an eye on the kids? So the crowd wasn't real, but the amazing putting green in your own backyard with lush turf for the family to play on is real, and that's precisely what Easy Par Golf Greens and Turf can provide, giving you, your kids, and pets a cleaner and more environmentally friendly living space. Did you know artificial turf needs no fertilizer or chemicals and is finished with a simple sand and antibacteria infill to eliminate pet odors? No watering is needed and always green, and beautiful and an upgrade to any yard. If you're ready to transform your outdoor living space, call or text to 281-685-2155 or DM on Instagram at Easy Par Golf Greens and Turf. That's at E-Z Par Golf Greens and Turf for your free estimates. And some of the tips I'm about to give you are five ways with intentional focus and intentional focus on your actions, you can start to course correct your life and get back into an alignment of something that actually feeds your soul and feeds where you need to be. First thing I'm going to mention about how you can start to course correct is pretty obvious, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Seek assistance. Don't internalize. Be vulnerable and get a therapist, get a counselor or a coach to help you in your journey. It's so important to get an unbiased third-party opinion and somebody that can help guide you in understanding how to start getting things back in alignment so not only can you live the best life for yourself, but be the best self for yourself and for your family and for your community. Mindfulness practices. Number two, mindfulness practices. Slow down, meditate, journal. Conscious questioning of what direction you're going what you might be missing or overlooking, different things like that. Mindfulness practices can really help slow things down, get you calm, get you centered, get things back in a direction that helps you have a clearer focus and clarity around what it is that you should be doing. So you can, even if if it's uncomfortable and you don't realize that what's coming up for you is something you should be doing or you see it, but you really don't want to, it gives you that clarity, which is that door of awareness that allows you to start looking into that direction and seeing what that possible path could look like. Number three, be conscious of how you have suppressed, numbed, and distracted yourself. Kind of going back to what I talked to before, just a little bit ago, is the same thing as how are you distracting yourself? What are the things that you're doing that are keeping you from addressing the things that you need to address in your life? Be conscious of those things, write them down, and be open with yourself, be vulnerable, vulnerable with yourself and be able to share those things with your family and with your therapist, your coach or counselor, whoever it is that you choose, but be open because your level of healing can only go as far as your level to share what it is that's coming up for you. The fourth thing, 
Set specific times aside to connect with your family and get honest feedback of what you're doing well and what you can tweak a bit to improve. The only way that you're going to really know if you're getting better is if you actually sit down and talk with them. Because sometimes they may, because of your past experience, because they weren't bringing up things in the past of, you know, of how we even got to this situation to begin with, could be some of their hesitancy to bring some of these things up. So you're going to have to be proactive a lot of times and guide these conversations and ask for their feedback specifically and be willing and open to receive whatever feedback that they're going to give you. These are the types of ways you can start tweaking things and starts to show them actually change their perception of the way you might be reacting and how you're going to respond to their feedback. And once you start opening up that door and they see that the emotional intelligence and the strength is there, it's going to start helping the relationship out with your family and everybody else around you. And the fifth thing is find a true calling and something you are passionate about for your occupation, something that you can lean into, something you can love, and something that you can just have a brand new why for living every single day because that is truly going to ignite the rest of your day and how you impact the world and how you interact with the world. So again, seek assistance, mindfulness practices, be conscious of the things that you're suppressing and numbing, set specific times to connect with family, and find a true calling. Now, there are other ways you can work on this, but focusing on doing these five things will start a positive process of getting back into a healthier mindset and a healthier way of living. You owe it to you, and you owe it to your family. Now, I welcome you to connect with me about this or any other concerns you might be having, feel free to connect with me on Instagram or shoot me an email at info at athletesafterlife.com. I'd be happy to talk about any of these things that you might be facing and, uh, and just see how I can be of support and assistance for you. That's what I'm here for. And that's what I help people out with. So thank you all again for tuning into this week's episode. I really hope that something from this gave you some value. And if it did, use that power of one and share this with one person you know, especially someone that you know that could hear this message today. This is how our message grows and impacts the lives around us. Now get out there and impact someone's life today. And as always, it's never goodbye. It's just till next time. Rock on, y'all.